0: Hello, and thank you for taking the time to listen to the second episode of Sun Signs and Their Personalities. With Noah, that's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. This podcast is for people who are interested in having a little insight into someone they know and slash or would like to know a little bit better. I will be discussing all 12 sun signs and their cusp for each day of the year. So get comfortable, start your workout or do whatever you do when listening to a podcast because there will be many episodes ahead and I hope you stay with me while I go through the sun signs and their cusp. In this episode, I will be discussing Aries and the days I will be talking about are March 25th, March 26th, March 27th, March 28th, March 29th and March 30th. I would like to give special thanks to the authors whose books I have read and enjoyed so much throughout my journey into astrology. I hope I am pronouncing their names correctly. Gary Goldsnyder, Juss Elferts, and Joanna Martine Woolfolk, to name a few. If you are really interested in getting a real deeper insight into yourself or anyone else, I will highly recommend you reading their books. I have listed in the comment section, or should I say the show notes, some of the books I have read by these authors. In this podcast, I'm giving you my interpretation of what I have read and combining this information with my personal interactions with people. Before I get started, I would like to say there are stronger influences on us that shape and affect our personalities more than our sun signs. So let me point out a few the way we were raised, or upbringing, life experiences, and our beliefs. Also, let's not forget free will. So let's get into this. Aries are the pot stirrers, and I do not mean this in a negative way, because you can be a pot stirrer and be doing something that is very much needed to be done. For an example, Harriet Tubman, a political activist and the most famous conductor on the Underground Railroad, In general, Aries are the resistance, whether it is for the good or for the bad. I will be discussing a little bit about men first in general and then women in general. And after that, the birth dates that are on March 25th through March 30th. Aries men are usually quite competitive. It doesn't matter what it is over a mate or a piece of candy. I have read that they are honest but I wonder about that because they are willing to bend the rules if the situation calls for it. They are the boss. It's like they expect others to know this already. They have a strong desire to win and they usually use their heads as well as their physical strengths to accomplish their goals. These men are always working the problem. I'm not saying that their solutions is the best way to do things, but it is a solution And if you have a better plan, you better speak up quickly. And as a backup, be ready to defend your solution. Now Aries women are just as strong-minded as their male counterparts. They have a problem with holding their tongues. There is no problem with them speaking their minds. Sometimes it even gets them into trouble. If you want to be close to them, you have to be supportive and faithful to them. Aries women are not your typical stay-at-home moms, if I can say there is a typical stay-at-home mom these days. Yes, they will take care of the children. If she works, she will make sure that she has a good babysitter, but if she does not work, she still might need a good babysitter because she will have interests and hobbies outside the home. If you ever find yourself in a situation and it seems like all hope is lost and you're in this situation with an Aries woman, you need to ask her, is there something else that can be done to help us or right this situation? The reason why I say this is because she is famous for being able to pull a rabbit out of her hat. Aries men and women do have a few things in common. They are both strong-minded individuals Generally positive and confident and usually a how can we say highly competitive person who really wants to win. My experience with Aries are that they are fun to be around. It doesn't matter how old they are, you can always see the childlike manner in them. For those of you who have little patience to deal with childlike manners in an adult, you're gonna have a problem dealing with Aries. Now, let's move on to the birth dates. March 25th. You are a runaway train. You have lots of octane in your tank. (laughs) A lone wolf of sorts. You are very much aware of your limits. I believe this is why your privacy and your tranquility is so precious to you. It seems you pick professions that are taxing, physically and mentally demanding on you. You need a partner who is just as active and full of high spirits as yourself, but is able to maintain stability. It may take you what might feel like a lifetime to find your mate or vice versa, because your partner could very well find you. You give the impression you are superhuman, but we all know you are not. When your batteries are running low, you are not nice to be around because you tend to be fussy. So people that are around you need to be careful. In your close relationships, you are dutiful. Even though these relationships may be a little unusual in some way, those who know you are aware that you do not have any tack and you have a fiery temper. But if you are telling someone off, it is because you care in some way. What do I mean by this? The person you are lashing your anger on, you may not care about that person personally, but the subject that is being talked about is something or someone you care about. Remember what I said about your ideal partner? Okay, your close friends will have to have some of those qualities as well, because you really need to be around people who get you and will keep you from doing or saying things you should not do or say. There's no way to sugarcoat this. You are a high maintenance person. But there are benefits, and let's talk about the benefits for those who are close to you. You are 100% there for them in your world. They can call you whenever with their little or big issues, and you will help them in any way you can, emotionally, mentally, physically. Heck. If someone close to you is in need of a couple of dollars, money, and you have it to give, it is theirs. But here's the catch. You are not at their disposal. You know, wait one minute. Maybe you do not know how hard it is for someone to get their hands on you. In other words, to contact you. The word freedom means so much to you. Your partner and your close friends already know and accept the way you are. Otherwise, they could not be a close friend. But it is more important that your partner is okay with your attitude and behavior. What is freedom to you? To do as you please. Let me give some examples. You are in a marriage and you want to explore other people sexually. Or you want to go somewhere alone for a day or few months. Experience something out of the norm for you. Those who are close to you, especially your partner, has to be okay with this behavior from you without putting up a fight. Wow, (laughs) you're asking for a lot in my opinion. The Leo side of me, my experiences and my comfort zones are blinking red. For me, this is asking a lot for me to accept from someone. In other words, you are banging on all the wrong boxes. You may see this as a shortcoming. From my side, but that is just how I roll. March 26. The way you carry yourself, it is obvious that you have an integrity and a desire for ease. Aries is a sign known to be aggressive, but this is not you. You like things to be plain, simple, and to be completed without any hiccups. People who are set in their ways or troublesome, they have to go or at least leave you alone. These individuals will be given a chance or a few chances to get themselves together, you know, straighten up their act, but if they cannot, they will be told that they are not welcome anymore. The way you look at a problem is to go to the beginning and take it step by step to work out the problem. I wonder how you handle problems that have no clear beginnings, or is it that that's not really relevant because everything has a clear beginning? You have a unique ability to look at issues and point out the shortcomings slash flaws. And as a bonus, you will give a perspective guide on how to correct or eliminate the shortcomings slash flaws. Sometimes you need to step away from everyone and everything. You need to clear your head. This means you need to be alone. A nice remote place in nature or a secret place you have. Bottom line, people should leave you alone for a while. An outsider, someone who does not know you well, may think you are somebody who marches to their own music, but this is not the case. You sometimes stop the music and be impetuous. This usually happens when there is something that needs or is desired, and it may be taking forever to be completed, or it might be something stressful. A quick detour to something funny. Could be what the doctor ordered as a break. This side of you can rub someone who is working with you, whether it be by will or had no other choice in the matter. If this person you are working with is a type of person who let's say is a, let's get this completed as soon as possible person. You know what I mean? The no monkey around type, you will probably make them upset. Because sometimes you get stuck in the mode of being funny or playing around. You know you have a lot of eccentricities. But you know how to keep these things under wraps. Lastly, I think this is one of your best qualities. It is that you usually make friends for life. First of all, you do not have a lot of friends. Because making friends for life requires you to be very picky. I am talking about true friendships. I know the word friend is used loosely these days. So once you have made someone your friend, and let's say they decide for whatever the reason, they no longer want to be your friend. You are completely okay with letting them go. I personally think you suffer in silence, if only for a little bit, because of the process you go through in deciding that this person is someone you want to be your friend. I think when you spend time and or put thought. Into anyone or anything, it usually means that someone or something has meaning to you, in my opinion. March 27th. You are an innovator. Once you have learned a skill, talent, or craft, you take what you have learned and design it into something else. You are a person who can make an apple pie taste better. You will take what you have learned from baking school and start making apple pies your way. You will get creative. Please do not take this the wrong way, but you are not a very warm and cuddly person. If it has been an uphill battle for you to reach your goals or accomplishments, these battles will have taken a toll on you. If someone thinks they can trick you, they better have taken a pen and teller masterclass first because it will not be easy to pull the wool over your eyes. You are not good at remembering things that should be edged in stone in your head. Those who love you already know you need reminders, like a little note in the lunchbox or maybe the direct approach. So it's a few days before your wife's birthday at the kitchen table. She needs to tell you, my birthday is on Friday and I'm telling you today. So you can plan, buy, or do whatever you would like to do for me to make my birthday special. I need to go back to what I said earlier about you not being a warm and cuddly person, or should I say touchy-feely person. For instance, let's say you're going to your family reunion. You will not be kissing and hugging everyone there. Okay, you may pick out a few to give a kiss and hug to, but everyone else, they will be receiving a handshake, what's up, a uh, pound, uh, I don't know what you call that with the fist and everything, an open hug. I'm sure you have perfected your greeting so that you can get around giving out kisses and hugs. For those who are prone to nervous breakdowns occasionally or frequently, it doesn't matter. They should not come running to you for comfort because you do not have the patience for them. You figured this out some time ago, that you are not into folks like that. Now, here's something you do that might get underneath the skin of someone that you live with mostly. You seem to be obsessed with how things work or if you can fix it. You are all over things that is broken, but you are just as enthused with fixing something that is not broken. Leave it alone. I can hear the person who's living with you saying, I really need my phone tomorrow because I need to use Google Maps. If this is your first time repairing a phone, it might take you a minute. And you must understand the concerns of the person you live with reason for not wanting you to take apart their phone. If this is a compulsive behavior you have with this taking things apart and putting them back together again, I have read this could be a signal that you are unable or unwilling to connect with others on an emotional level. I am not a psychiatrist. I'm just telling you what I have read. But if this is true, this may be your way of trying to figure out a way to connect with others by tinkering with objects. Okay. Moving on. You have an eye for things that will be popular before they are popular. Hmm. You just know. For a lack of people skills, you seem to know what will work with the majority of people and will not, surprisingly. Your strength lies with dealing with people in groups. I know I said earlier you might be going through some emotional issues if you are obsessed with fixing things and or taking things apart. I did not mean you do not show emotions or your emotions or beliefs were weak. On the contrary, you pour your emotions into whatever you're doing or creating, whether it is repairing something or working on a project, and those around you can see it. You do not want to shortchange your projects, whether it is at home or at work. If you cannot do something, you will say it. You know you cannot fix everything. Those who live with you or know you well will probably not compare you to a bag of chocolates. No, you may be more like um, a box of Cracker Jacks. For those of you who have not heard of this snack, it is a caramel coated popcorn with peanuts. Sometimes the popcorn is a little bit chewy because of the caramel coating, but the combination of caramel, peanuts, and popcorn makes this a very tasty snack. And as a bonus, every box has a prize inside it. The prize, or should I say the surprise inside the box, is a matter of subjectivity. I hope I have not hurt anyone's feelings. I happen to love Cracker Jacks. The prize inside a box? Well, when I was a child, I liked the prize more times than not. But to be fair, the prizes are geared towards children. March 28th. You want the world to believe you are pure but the things you sometimes do would suggest otherwise. Your career is very important to you. You can get so focused into your work that you literally cannot see or hear what is happening around you. You zone out. Most people like being around you because you're likable and fun to be around despite your shortcomings. Life does not bother you too much, whether it be good or bad. You generally do not sweat the little or the big stuff for some reason. Unless, let me give an example, you bought a scratch-off lottery ticket and discovered that you won $50,000. U.S. I do not see you jumping up for joy or going crazy or falling down on the floor on your knees thanking Jesus. No, uh-uh. I don't see you doing that. I'm sure there has been times or two you have shown a spark of excitement, but as a norm, you will handle your good fortune in a calm way, with a smile on your face, of course. Now, let's talk about where you would not want to live. High-rise apartments or projects, any place where there is tight living. What do I mean by that? I mean, if your neighbor is just a few steps away from your front door, this is tight living to you. And you are living with a lot of people in a large apartment building or maybe row housings could be uncomfortable for you as well. You need space. You like space. You want to live somewhere where you can have your solitude and good security system for your home. You do not want the boogeyman or some other creatures coming into your home without your permission. I'm thinking of somewhere where, um, uh, let me see, where the population is maybe 10. <laughs> I'm being extravagant here. I'm joking. But basically, you would like to live somewhere where it's not so congested. At work, you do not have problems with not having fame or high-level position. As long as you can self-govern to an extent yourself, you will be good to go. In other words, okay. This is more important than any amount of money or prestige your employer could give to you. For those of you who have made it to the top of your career, it is usually because you were unhappy with being second fiddle. In other words, something pushed you because you are not a, you're not a cutthroat person. How much reach to the top by any means necessary? With that being said, you know you have what it takes. So why do you keep questioning your abilities? This is why others wonder if you're up for the job. Because of the vibes you give off, people who are close to you and people who know you casually are generally committed and true to you because of the way you treat them. One hand does wash the other and you are good at keeping things running as usual. It may come a time when you are asked to do something you deem to be unethical. This is something you will have to work through. Remember what I said about you desiring to be safe and secure this does not apply to just your home, but to all aspects of your life. Safeguarding is very important to you. Trying to love you can be a challenge. You are a good friend. You may leave this person who decides to tell you their feelings for you. Maybe by them telling you this, you feel trapped in some way. But believe it or not, you are a very loving person, but only a few have seen this side of you. March 29th. You are the turtles of all the Aries, but once you know someone has locked their sights on you truly, you will latch onto them. You are a very dependable person for the most part. Sometimes things happen out of your control. It does not matter if you are a stay-at-home dad or a prime minister of a country. You have strong beliefs in your integrity. And some of you can be accused of having partiality. For those of you who do not allow your beliefs to get the best of you, in other words, take control, you live by the rule of do unto others as you want them to do unto you. Usually, you figure out your goals in life at an early stage in your life. The way you have trained yourself with a strong sense of what you believe is right and wrong, being dependable and shying away from the limelight can give off the impression you are not a complicated person for the most part. Besides having a strong sense of integrity, which is up for interpretation, because right and wrong is usually judged by the majority, not by the one. You are quite happy to live out your life in whatever way life has chosen for you. This does not mean you do not have desires. You are still human, so you like stuff. Just because, let's say for example, life dealt you a hand of back breaking work and you must do this job five days a week, eight hours a day, you may not complain much. I'm sure there will be times you will say to yourself, why couldn't I have been a pillow maker instead of pounding rocks five days a week by hand? Just be careful not to allow these unpleasant feelings take control over you. As I mentioned earlier, you are a slow mover, dependable, high sense of what you believe is right and wrong. And for the most part, you accept whatever life gives to you. All of these qualities make you someone who is an upright and reliable person. There may be a few of you who have gone rogue and will do whatever it takes to get what you deem to be yours in life. The relationships you have with your family and friends and at work are usually good relationships because of what you bring to these relationships. Life is very clear to you. With all the ups and downs, you know how to make fun out of the madness, even when it's happening to you. I think. I understand why Pisces Aries cuss emotional acceptance is connected to their sentimental values. It's because of the Aries side in them. Some Aries are very sentimental, like the ones born on March 29th. You generally stay put and live out your whole life in the place slash area you were born or raised in. The reason why I say born or raised in is because it is possible you were born, let's say in Japan. And then your parents moved to United Kingdom when you were a baby. So it is in the United Kingdom you were raised. You will have a very close connection with the United Kingdom and not with Japan. You have a lifetime of stuff. You have kept from milestones to keepsakes. March 30th. You have a way of promoting hostility towards yourself in a way that actually gets in your way of accomplishing your goals. Good thing you are not a quitter. Your success could even come after you have died. It's important to you how others perceive you. If others do not value you, it will feel like a a sickness that has come upon you. But you are strong and will recover. I would like to take a quick poll now. Everyone born on March 30th, And those who know someone born on March 30th are the only ones who can participate in this poll. How many of you are self-employed? I hope there are many of you who say, yes, you are self-employed. Or at least have a job that allows you to work alone and with little interaction with your boss. Because you do your best work when you are left alone. You see things one at a time. So there is no space in your head to even consider an idea or thought from anyone else. I have a question for those who are born on March 30th. When was the last time you put yourself on vacation? What do I mean? I mean chilled out. Let your mind and body just be free for an hour or even for a full day, for example. You just laying on the sofa and allowing the sun to um, shine on your skin while you... De stress. It is hard for you to learn a skill in a conventional way. You need to be physically doing the skill and mentally learning the skill at the same time. For example, when studying to be a doctor, normally you go to school for a few years before you are allowed to treat patients or talk to them for that matter. The way you want to learn to be a doctor is like you want to be an apprentice, or I should say, in an apprenticeship from day one. And you probably will want little supervision once you think you have a good understanding of how to diagnose sicknesses. Just like those born on March 29th, you do not want fame. I think you hate the idea of even being popular. But even with the desire to be unknown, or should say the average Joe, your obsession to be successful at accomplishing your goals is too strong and must be completed at the risk of becoming well-known because you are your goal. I do understand why some may think you are selfish. Remember what I said earlier about you not having enough space in your head to consider someone else's idea or thought? Making sure your goals is accomplished is so important to you. You often intertwine your life and your goal together, and with that attitude, That if you do not make this happen or see that it is done, no one else will? Well, this is how you get labeled as being selfish. But once you have a moment to breathe or maybe almost done, you will turn your focus back to those who are close to you and show them that you care about them. So, are you really selfish? You just do not want to delegate your needs and wants unto others. Your needs and wants is your responsibility alone, not anyone else's. Now, let's talk about your ideal romantic relationship. You are a handful as a partner. To be honest, you are a lot to handle in a non-romantic relationship, but uh, let's move on. Anyone who is romantically involved with you is by far a special person. Your partner has to be ready for anything. Like at a moment's notice for whatever idea that comes into your head and be willing to go with it. Willing to take charge, but not set any demands on you. Just wait one minute. <laughs> just just one moment here. Let's address the last two things I just said. I do not think the last two things I just said go together. Or is it that I just do not know how someone can have authority and not be demanding? Okay, moving on. And your partner should be a little creative to keep your relationship fresh and exciting for you. Let me just say, I'm good. Your qualification for a partner is out of my league. Oh yeah. Before I forget, your partner cannot outshine you in their success. In other words, he or she should be your fan, even at the expense of their own success. Even with your entanglements, You try hard to be supportive to your friends and family. Remember what I said earlier, you are not a quitter. Okay, we have reached the end of this podcast, Aries Part 1. I hope you enjoy listening to it. I will be doing Aries Part 2 in a few days, and the dates I will be discussing are March 31st through April 5th. I hope you come back and listen to Aries Part 2. If you would like for me to discuss another birth date or birth dates, and you do not want to wait for me to get to that date of your choice, I have a tip jar at PayPal. For one U.S. dollar per birth date, I will send you an audio or text document of the birth date of your choice. My email address to this PayPal account is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon page. Sun Signs and Their Personalities. For those of you who would like to become a subscriber, I would like to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this Sun Signs and Their Personalities with me, Noah, and all the information that I have just given you is written in the show notes. I look forward to us getting to know one another I hope this podcast has given you some insight. Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something and to understand one another. Thank you again and bye for now.